With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With a series tied at two games apiece, we return to Salt Lake City, where Donovan Mitchell looks to continue his playoff prowess. Here's Donovan. He rises and fire from the three, and he's still hot. And Rudy Gobert hopes to cinch another victory. Three seconds, two seconds, blocked by Gobert. The defensive player of the year blocks the shot in the corner. In Los Angeles, the Jazz saw the power of the claw. Kawhi at the top, driving. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness gracious. Kawhi Leonard just rose up with a right hand. Went just to just with Derek Favors and packed it. But stunning news has left Kawhi Leonard in doubt for the rest of the series. You know, we understand that it's part of the game. But all season long, we've been having a next man up mentality. And we understand the task at hand. Now, the Jazz and the Clippers, both without all-stars, head to a crucial game five. From downtown Salt Lake City, Jazz, Clippers, tied at two. Tip-off is now. Clippers defense, perimeter defense anyway, was a big problem for the Jazz. How to solve that, we'll soon see. How the Jazz attack their defense is what I'm going to be looking for. What angle they're going to use, middle of the floor, side, right side, whatever, how they're going to use Rudy. But I think the angles just might make a big difference um, with the style of defense that they're playing. And we're about to find out how much three inches matter. Kawhi Leonard, 6'8". Terrence Mann in his place, 6'5". Three inches can be the difference between the pass getting through and the pass being deflected. Get this building's ready. Really cool black and yellow shirts tonight. Brought to you by Zions Bank. Dark mode floor, dark mode uniform. Here we go. The crowd's fired up, David. Considering the last 15 months, this is pretty awesome. Let's do it. Donovan, opening possession. Double stagger, left to right. Bounces to O'Neal on the far side. Top to Bogdanovich attacking Paul George. Ball's knocked away and stolen by Reggie Jackson. Opening possession turnover by the Jazz. Jackson curls out when he sees Gobert. Goes to the corner, fires the three and misses. Rebound Bogdanovich. Off-ball screens may free Donovan Mitchell tonight. They switch, have Jackson on him. That's the matchup the Jazz want. Donovan's double team. Gets caught in the air, throws across the lane, and Batum steals it. He had two guys open at the top. Bad vision by Donovan on that one. Terrence Mann, second-year player out of Florida State. His mom, head coach of the University of Rhode Island when he was a kid. He knows the game well. Here's Paul George in the paint. Sees Rudy, curls out. Morris, one-on-one on Ingles. Pull-up jumper left side is good. Morris is their second leading scorer in games in which Kawhi Leonard does not play. Let me check that. Serge Ibaka is actually, but he's not available. Ingles swings to O'Neal. Right side three for Royce. No good. Battle for the offensive rebound, and Paul George has it. 2-0 Clippers in their white uniforms. George attacking because Gobert's not back yet. 
Now Rudy's in the lane. They kick out, rotate. Jackson bobbles. Left corner, Batum for a three. Good. Slow closeout by the Jazz. Really slow closeout there. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Got to anticipate where that pass is going, and they did not do it at all. That was a not very good start. Donovan misreading things and throwing it away. Boyan not closing. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 5-0 Clippers on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Anytime you lose a player like that, it impacts the series and they'll respond. You know, our guys know that the same way we've had to do that and need to continue to do it. They're a deep team and they're a talented team. So there's certainly enough offensive talent out there that they can score the ball. It's about our whole team stepping up and preparing for this game. You know, myself, my coaching staff, and all the players. So it's not just on PG. PG wants to play well, of course, but, you know, we're going to need contributions from everyone who plays tonight. It's not going to be a one-man show. It's going to be a team effort, and we understand that. That is your vivid, smart, excuse me, your new skin, Sound Flash. Coaches Sound Flash brought to you by New Skin, proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover the best you at newskin.usa.com. Jazz would have 10-2 at the first time out of the last game. On the other end, the Jazz were up 8-0 at the first time out of game three. They led 10-2 at the first time out of game two. So there have been early surges in just about every game from one side to the other. Quinn Snyder decided he had seen enough really poor play by the Jazz to open this game, Ron. Yeah, to open it up, a couple of turnovers to start the the game off. That's not what you want to see. Donovan met by Terrence Mann, 6-5. Swings left side to Bogdanovich, he holds. What quick ball movement, pick and roll, they switch. They're switching everything, back cut by Donovan, kick to Royce. Ball fakes a three, takes a dribble. He struggles off the bounce, but hits this. The attack in the middle of the floor, into a pick and roll, and a backdoor cut. Gotta get the ball in the middle of the floor on all their switching and trapping. Right. Left side, Paul George. He's their primary scorer tonight without Kawhi Leonard, though Jackson averaged 19 a game in Detroit. They're going to run off-ball screens for George a lot. He'll run some pick-and-rolls for him as well. He's isolated on Gobert here. He shoots a three over the top and hits. Tough luck. Boy, the, the clock was about to expire. He looks at the opposite end of the floor and just lets it fly. Goes in. Let's see what adjustments. Off-ball screen frees Ingles. He works to the right side. Chest to O'Neal in the corner. Holds it. Gives to Gobert. Now back to Ingles. Bad pass. Deflected by Batum. And Joe doesn't run after it. Terrence Mann does it. Lays it up and in. you got to go after the ball. Wow. 10-3. Game five. Tied at two. Western Conference semifinals. Donovan. Bullets it down low to Rudy. He's fouled. He'll get two free throws. Paul George takes the foul. Without being too dramatic, I've actually seen one of the worst plays by three of our different players to open the game. Boyan with one of the least good closeouts, Donovan with one of the least good visions, and Joe just didn't go after that ball in the backcourt. Those are your playmakers. Those are the players that are so de we're depending on. And Hope the moment's not too big, but it's big. And Rudy's free throw is good. Jazz come in as the number one seed, have been outplayed dramatically in the last two games, and the Clippers have lost Kawhi Leonard seemingly for the series. The Clippers bench is standing. The Jazz bench is seated. It's symbolic of what the feel in the arena is right now. The Clippers are here to prove a point that they can survive without Kawhi, and the Jazz are waltzing through the opening moments. Gobert misses the free throw. 
High pick and roll. Paul George gets released and unguarded for a three and misses. Rebound Ingles. Donovan walks into a three with some airspace off the back rim, no good. Long rebound, Paul George. Donovan backpedaling. George attacking to the rack, ripped away by O'Neal. Round ball robbery. He outlets Ingles. Maybe that'll spark him. Back to O'Neal through the lane on a bad pass. Rotates to Bogdanovich. Right corner three, good. Royce O'Neal ripped it away from Paul George in transition. Donovan Mitchell made a nice job bothering him first. O'Neal chesting up on George off the ball. George calls the play. It's Jackson going one-on-one on Donovan. Scoops to the corner to Mann. Mann will take a three on Gobert. Missed the three. Rebound comes out to O'Neal. Can the Jazz push and get those early threes? 10-7 game. Ingles off a pick with Gobert. Chested to O'Neal. He'll fire. He'll tie it at 10. Thank goodness for Royce O'Neal. The kid who went to Europe for three years. Battled through free agency. Worked his way from being released at Summer Leagues. Got a tooth knocked out and said, I'll still practice. Is the one who is fearless at the biggest moment. Time out. Tyron Lue. Tied at 10 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. You said it. We have to be the aggressive. They've come out and hit first both times at home. But at the end of the day, they did what they were supposed to do. They they won two games in their home floor. They took care of home court. So did we. It may not look or feel that way, but that's what they were, that's what they were supposed to do. And we did the same thing. So now it's on us to go out there and be the aggressive, take care of home court, and, and go from there. I mean, I just got to be aggressive, look for my shots, try to find seams, try to find gaps. But I think just come out to be aggressive, play with confidence, shoot the open jumpers, create space, and continue to just try to make the game easier for everyone around me. That is your vivid player sound flash. Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, it's loud in here. As the Jazz fire up for the crowd up with a 10-2 run. That's brought to you by Vivint, smart security, professionally installed. All right, we got an interesting one here. We're at altitude and we have eight minutes and 11 seconds left in the quarter and we have no automatic timeouts for the rest of the quarter. And we'll be interested to see how everybody reacts to this. I suspect that Paul George plays 46 minutes tonight. If you actually look at Paul George, he's done that in eight different playoff games in his career. He's played 43 or more in about 29 playoff games. So it's not, he's such a great athlete, it's not an unnatural thing for him to do. George initiates, really plays their point guard, works to the left baseline to Reggie Jackson for a little floater up and in. Jackson is their X factor tonight. He averaged 19 a game in Detroit. Can be a primary scorer. He'll relieve the pressure. A lot of elbows going around off the ball and body bumps. George steps out on Donovan. High pick and roll. They get the switch on Morris. Donovan just keeps the dribble. Ball fakes a step back. Throws out to Boyan. Guarded by Mann. Takes a left hand drive into his body. Loses the dribble. Stolen by Reggie Jackson after being knocked away by Mann. Onto the right side is Jackson, crossing over, razzle-dazzle between his legs, went nowhere. Chested up top to George, who drives by Boyan and gets tripped. Boyan standing tall, George catching and going, and draws the foul. An aggressive Paul George. This is a big moment in Paul George's career. He left Indiana somewhat tarnished for not being able to carry them. He's lost in six of his last eight playoff series. And if he were to be able to carry the Clippers through the rest of this series without Kawhi Leonard, 
his status in the league would change dramatically. Third team All-NBA this year, misses the free throw. In games without Kawhi Leonard this year, per 36 minutes, he averages 29 points per 36 minutes, usually plays more. Definitely takes a back seat to Kawhi, averaging 22 points per 36 minutes when Kawhi's on the floor. Mann picks up Donovan full court. Beverly is still yet to check in, and Patrick Beverly has given Donovan Mitchell fits over his career. Double stagger, left to right. This seems to be the go-to play tonight. Donovan terminates. Left corner, Boyan's got some airspace. Fires the three and hits. Boyan Bogdanovic, one of the best corner three shooters in the NBA. Left open in the left corner, and he ties it at 13. Reggie Jackson, left side. One hand pass to Terrence Mann. Playing in place of the injured Kawhi Leonard. Right side, Paul George. Rudy hovering. Bad pass down low. Loose on the ground. Rudy has it. Outlet to O'Neal. Scott Bogdanovich in the corner, but he'll attack the tin. Lay it up. And in! He'll buy it. He'll get one free. Power for Boyce O'Neal. Boy, is he outstanding tonight. Eight points, two rebounds, two assists, a block, and a steal in the opening five minutes. Just great to see him attack like that. How many times have we watched this and he's deferred, gave the ball up because he, but now he's attacking. It's like he's had a, a conversation with the coach. Well, they're questioning whether they can, he's, Ty, I think, is asking whether he can challenge and if he gets the travel, does he not get the foul call? John Goble is asking him, do you want a challenge? Quinn Snyder's come out clapping. Tyron Lue decides not to challenge. It was a very complicated situation because what he's trying to challenge is a foul. He wanted to challenge that he traveled, but they didn't call traveling. So he had to find out whether or not if they reviewed the foul, they would call the travel. And I think the answer is no. He misses the free throw. Jackson, top to Paul George. Rudy hovering in the lane. Terrence Mann hands it to Morris. Rudy's playing a one-man zone. Morris in the lane, fades back and scores. Morris is going at Boyan. Morris averaged 18 points a game for 36 minutes when Kawhi was off the floor. And not a very good jump shooter going to his right. Royce top to Donovan. Drives three guys on him immediately. Pick and roll with Rudy. Swings it out to O'Neal. Hard left-hand drive. Gets cut off by Mann. Top to Clarkson who just checked in. Jordan's not having a great series. He'll step back into a three left side and miss it. Long rebound. Who else but Royce O'Neal? Man, he's been amazing. He'll think about a three. Go to Boyan. Kicks it back out to Royce, resets Donovan. Seven on the clock. They get a switch to have Mann on him, but I don't know why. They had Jackson originally. He'll go one-on-one, -on -one, ball fake, a step back. Mann gets into him. Donovan fires the three and hits. 18-15. Every possession is a tussle. Double stagger working right to left for Paul George. Boyan steps out. Royce gets back to him. Out to Morris. Morris will fire the three over Boyan and hit. Marcus Morris, senior, Seven points on three of three shooting. Man, he's a dynamite catch and shoot player. 50% on the season. Donovan thinks about a three, falls to the ground as he passes to Clarkson. They're face guarding Donovan, he can't get it back. Clarkson drives, spins, they're double teaming him. He doesn't have any room for a shot, now he creates it, fades back and scores. 2018, quickly pushing ahead of the Clippers. Back out to Paul George. George one for three tonight. Guarded by Royce. Razzle-dazzle dribble goes to his left as he does 68% of his drives. Fades back with a shot and hits. Man. 
when Paul George drives, he's going to drive left. And when he drives left, he's going to pull up for a jumper. That's at least what the numbers say. Same with Marcus Morris. He's going to do the same thing. Donovan drives, gets it ripped away by Morris, comes back down with it. I think that'll be a jump ball. Paul George drives right, he'll go to the rim. If he drives left, he'll shoot a jumper. That's oversimplifying, but it's And Morris close. is not going to drive. If, even when he goes right, he's not going to try to get to the basket. We're tied at 20, 439 left here in the first quarter. No t everyone's used their mandatory timeout, so we could go for a while here. Clippers have yet to substitute. Jazz have brought in Clarkson. Jazz may be trying to play Rudy Gobert against Paul George for as many minutes as possible. Because when Rudy has been off the floor, Paul George has gone bananas in this series. Morris working right side on Clarkson. Fades back with a jumper, misses. Rebound Mitchell. Jazz have a slight break here. Donovan directs traffic. Chest to Boyan. Quick release three. Good. Boyan Bogdanovich. Man driving. Sees Gobert. Comes back out. Rudy comes with him. Now man drives again. Rudy's still there. Kicks out to Batum, right side three is good. And Boyan Bogdanovich puts his hands on top of his head and swipes forward as another inefficient closeout. Yeah, he just doesn't anticipate passes, the next pass that needs to be made to, he close, to, to the point where he can close out a lot quicker. Left side Bogdanovich has some three. Will he make up for it? Yes, he will. Boyan's on fire. Bogdanovich is four for four from three. The Jazz are seven of ten. They lead it 26-23. Jackson to the lane, going to the basket, lays it up in a foul. And the foul is on Rudy Gobert. And that's Rudy's first. Obviously, the Jazz cannot afford that foul trouble. Well, the Clipper players are doing exactly what you thought, Ron. They are cherishing the opportunity to prove that as much as they admire Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris at one point in his career averaged 19 points a game in New York. He believes he can carry the load. Reggie Jackson averaged 19 points a game in Detroit. Zubak checks in, but Tkoum checks out. Donovan Mitchell checked out. The Clippers are matching Zubak to non-Donovan Mitchell minutes. They did the same thing in the last series against Luka Doncic. They do not want Zubak getting caught in the pick and roll with Donovan. And the normal rotation there where Derek Favors should be in the ballgame about this time. And the Jazz are trying to have Rudy Gobert play more minutes against Paul George because Paul George, when Rudy is off the floor, the offensive rating in this series is a 150. 150, Ron. Ingles at the top. Pick and roll with Gobert. Swings to Bogdanovich. Is he still hot? He is. Five for five for Boyan Bogdanovich in the quarter. He's got 15 points. Reggie Jackson lines up Ingles, just drives at him into the lane. Flares it back out to George. George drives. Gobert's there. Hands off to Zubak. Out of bounds off Rudy. Luke Kennard checks in. Another Clipper who at one point in time was the primary scorer on a team. He averaged 16 points a game in Detroit in 1920. Moves well without the basketball. He has a very quick, soft release there when he shoots the ball. Patrick Beverly is in. Pass up top to Morris. Takes a dribble to his right. Fires the jumper. No good. Rebound to O'Neal. Jazz by three. Bok Ingles to the front court. Bogdanovich is five for five from three. Ingles on a pick and roll with Gobert. Retreats back out. Goes to Bogdanovich in the corner. 
Bogdanovich fires. Oh, bogey, don't go like that! Wow, six for six from three, and thrown it out of hula hoop. He scored the last 12 for the Jazz. 32-26. Morris working Bogdanovich on the drive. Fades back on the jumper. Sits on the cut, misses, rebound tapped out. Morris has it, swipes it away, gives it to Zubak. Now to Beverly. Beverly drives at Gobert, looking to get rid of it. Curls out to the corner, Ingles goes with him. Five on the clock, back to Morris. Morris driving, gets by Ingles and a foul on Ingles. Ron Boone, where is Boyan Bogdanovich right now? Well, that's as big as the Salt Lake, the Great Salt Lake right now, because that last three was taken with a hand in the face, and boy, that was a terrible call there by John Goble. What was he looking at? To the Jazz. Well, Quinn is, well, he must be talking to his players. Should have Quinn challenged that, Ron? Well, he's missed one of the free throws now, so no. <laughs> Morris misses the free throw. Gobert checks out. So, all right, here it is. With Paul George on the floor this series and, Gar and Rudy Gobert off the floor, the Clippers are plus 23 for 100 possessions, and their offensive rating is a 150. Are you ready for this, Ron? No. They're shooting 63% from the field and 52% from three with Paul George on the floor and Rudy Gobert off. 32-27 is the score at that substitution. Bogdanovich, captain's off a pick, fires a three and finally misses. His first miss in seven attempts. 32-27, Paul George attacks Derek Favors to the rim, layup good. I mean, with no resistance at all. No one picked him up. No one stopped him. Derek was just sitting like a dead duck in the middle of the pond. Well, th that's teammates' fault there as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Ingles driving, scooping, scoring. And the same thing goes on this end of the floor. With Zubak in the ballgame, Joe Ingles can make some and things happen. They want happen. to play Zubak in the pick and roll. Joe Ingles so fabulous at it. They've been switching that early in the series. Here's Paul George driving at Favors in the lane. Hooks the right-hander up and in. The minute Rudy Gobert goes off the bench, Paul George goes right to the basket. Paul George is shooting 6 of 11 on twos with Gobert on the bench and 23% with him on the floor. 34-31, Ingles off of Favors' pick, open three, missed it. Rebound comes down to Zubak. Beverly, not much of an offensive player, has a mismatch with Boyan, but not one to take advantage of it. Top to Paul George, driving on Royce to his right side. Flares out the pass to Morris. Corner to Kennard. Nice close by Clarkson. Kennard eludes him with a dribble to his right. Fires the three, and we're tied at 34. An offensive show here in the quarter. Yeah, now they're able to break the paint here. And, and Ingles being met by Paul George. Pick and roll with favors. Nice pick. Ingles doesn't drive. Now he does. Gets caught in the air. Throws it away. Kennard. Driving, underhand scoop, misses wildly. Offensive rebound, Zubak goes to dunk, missed it. Rebound favors. Clarkson looks up ahead of him and says 28 on the clock. Doesn't have a two for one, so he slows it down. Tied at 34 in an electric first quarter of action. Clarkson, who always shoots at the end of the quarters, makes about 23% of them. High pick and roll, goes one on one on Kennard, rises and fires for three and buries it. 
Nine seconds left in the quarter. Paul George comes to the front court. Royce O'Neal has no fouls. Has guarded him every possession of the quarter. George drives to his right, and there's a foul on O'Neal. And Royce O'Neal's trying to get in Paul George's head. He is acting like they're Velcroed together at all times. Oni checks in. Paul George is shooting just one of seven in the series when guarded by Mia Oni. Usually Rudy Gobert is on the floor. The Jazz just made an illegal substitution. Mia Oni checked into the game and just checked out without any action. They can't do this. John Goble's going to make Oni come back in the game. Oni has to come into the game. Once he's checked in, you have to play a play. Well, he went in for the wrong player, I think. So now Oni is in the game. O'Neal is in the game. Clarkson goes out with 3.1 seconds left. Got to make him put the ball on the floor. Beverly inbounding. Finds Morris going toward the basket on the right baseline. Fires and hits. Did not put the ball on the floor. And Joe Ingles does not get the shot off at the end of the quarter. 37-36, Utah by one at the end of one on an offensive first quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Boyan Bogdanovich has a remarkable quarter, going six of seven from the field. From, excuse me, six of seven from the field, all of those threes and 18 points. Royce O'Neal, absolutely marvelous. Eight points, four rebounds, two assists, a block, and a steal in the quarter. And despite those two great performances, the Jazz defense just not able to get any stops. And so the Jazz lead is just one. And Ron, frankly, the Jazz, neither team's offensive performance is sustainable. The Clippers shoot 63% from three, and the Jazz shoot 67% from three. So at some point, this has to cool down. Yeah, it, it's, and hopefully it's the defense of the Jazz that starts to take over the ball game. Why can't the Jazz defense have an impact on this game right now, Ron? Well, it's, it's, well I don't know. It, it, it's amazing that it, in, until teams slow down a little bit and, and the defense starts to take over, then you'll see a plan, but right now, both teams are, are getting where they want on the floor. I'm, I'm impressed with the Jazz attacking in the middle of the floor, and I'm, a, I'm impressed with Boyan and Royce O'Neal not hesitating at all to make plays or, or to, to uh, create shots. Well, George went four of six in the quarter with 10 points. He got two of those field goals the minute Derek Favors left the floor. Marcus Morris had 10 points, and the question very much in this game is what Clipper that at one point in their life was the number one option of their team was going to step up and pick up the burden tonight and so far it's been Morris but they have plenty of options Rajon Rondo is back on the floor he was hurt the last game he huh? was not hurt he was <laughs> ego was hurt top to Kennard I think he was pouting a little bit yes I know he was pouting Kennard driving floating over favors missing rebound Ingles battling for it has it. here comes Joe with number two on his back and a black Dark mode uniform, waiting for the favors picks, goes away from it, crosses over, fires the three and hits. The Jazz are an incredible 11 of 16 from three and lead by four. Rondo 
Swings to Kennard. Gets it back. Rondo not, did not play well in Atlanta this year. Has not played well for the Clippers. But there's this phenomenon called playoff Rondo. Beverly driving into the lane. Hands to Zubac. Knocked away by Favors. Picked up by Clarkson. Jazz up by four. 40 to 36. Opening moment, second quarter. Clarkson retreats out. Pestered by Beverly. Rises and fires and hits. Clarkson, Ron, is bothered by long players, not pesky ones. Well, he, he just he better be careful because when he crosses over right in front of Beverly, you know he's he's very he has great hands. Moving pick on Zubak takes out Ingles. He gets about one of those a game. Or maybe two. Well, it might be like the illegal defense call. You're willing to take one or two of them because you know you can set another five of them and not be called for it. Jazz largest lead. Zone defense. Ingles hesitates, doesn't take a good look. Gives over to Clarkson and a moving pick by Favors. And the crowd knew Joe passed up a shot. Yes, they did. You mean the fact that they groaned? Yes. 43-36, left in the quarter. Jazz by seven. Game five. The winner of game five wins the series 83% of the time. And boy, do we already have a game five for the ages tonight. Zubak on a slip to the basket. Nice pass from Jackson off the bounce and Favors reaches in and fouls. This is Joe and, and, and Derek's got to... Either Derek's has to stay on Jackson long enough so Zubak doesn't roll to the basket to where they can re recover. But right now... Well, Joe going on the top of that screen is so far behind Jackson that it, it hurts. It's pretty interesting to watch Tyron Lue diagnose thing and his coaching staff. They've done a fabulous job in the series. Rudy Gobert's on the floor. They just don't run pick and roll. No. And they have run the pick and roll very well with Zubak. The Clippers were the third best pick and roll team in the league in the regular season. And Zubak a starter for most of the year. Five-point game, 43-38 Jazz. Zone defense. This really caused the Jazz a lot of problems. Ingles upset about something. Bounces a frustrated pass to Clarkson. Back to Joe. Takes a deep three. It swirls around and out. Only taps it, but everybody's back in transition. George Niang is in the game for the Jazz. 43-38. Kennard, right side three. Good. Luke Kennard. Two-point game. Zone again. Ingles pushes to Niang. Left side three. No good. Oni battles again but can't control it. Jazz have taken 19 of their 22 shots as threes tonight. Rondo. Top passes right to Ingles. Steal. Ingles on the run with Oni trailing. Gives it up top to Clarkson. Ingles sets a pick. They switch it. Now they double Clarkson. Swing back to Ingles. Ingles Looks at Rondo, swirls out to Niang, penetrates the lane, throws another one away. George is having a brutal playoff. It's unfortunate for such a great guy. Top to Jackson for three on a slow close, and it's good. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. 44-43, Niang just drops his head, walks to the bench. Donovan meets him to try to give him some confidence, but he is clearly shook from the way the playoffs have gone for him so far. 8-0 run for the Clippers on the Jazz Radio Network.
Clippers have taken the lead 44-43 on an 8-0 run. Ron, all year long we've done this moment in Jazz history. We have a problem. Other than the bubble, the Utah Jazz have never played a game on June 16th in their entire history or past June 16th. So we now turn the feature brought to you by Smiths as the greatest moment in Jazz playoff history. So if we're going to do that, we got to start with this. Five seconds. Drexler on the move. Off the glass. No rebound. Timeout called with 2.5 on the clock. Russell will inbound at half court. franchise their proudest moment ever we have never seen this kind of emotion from Stockton and Malone and finally their day has come the late Steve Jones making the call but you, did you hear the uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> by Bill Walton that's right all brought to you by Smith You can enjoy the fresh food you love with the convenience of free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Smith's fresh for everyone. Donovan Mitchell back in the game. Joe Ingles out. Clarkson works the left side on the pick and roll. Pulls up for three. Swish. Jordan Clarkson, 405 from three with 11 points. And the Jazz are 13 of 20 from three, but only lead by two because the Clippers are 7 of 10 from three. High pick and roll, Rondo. Gobert back in the game. Rondo chests it up top to Zubak. Kennard comes to get it, travels, they don't call it. Puts it on the deck, goes for a shot, Gobert spikes it. Shot clock's about to expire, Kennard can't go anywhere with it, and a Rudy Gobert defensive stop. And the crowd loves those. Jazz had a seven-point lead, but the 8-0 run by the Clippers took that away. Paul George getting ready to check back in. I'm guessing that that is Paul George's only rest of the night. Donovan bounces to Gobert, 18 feet. He falls to the ground trying to collect it. Scoops it to Bogdanovich, reverse side layup is good. Rudy Gobert, the assist while laying on the ground. Jazz first two of the quarter. Batum, behind the back to Zubak. Hand off to Jackson, pick and roll, Gobert involved. Swings out to Rondo, he'll take a three. Shot it well this year, misses that. Rebound O'Neal, Jazz by four. Royce has been amazing, he has eight points, five rebounds. Here's Clarkson, Clarkson's feeling it. Double teamed on the pick and roll, retreats out. Clarkson missed Rudy, wide open at the rim. Clarkson works at the left side, fires the three and hits again. The flamethrower is shooting hot. 14 for Clarkson. He's got four threes, the Jazz have 14. There's seven minutes left in the second quarter and a foul on Donovan. Donovan's first. Our officials tonight, John Goble in his 14th year, he's already called 90 playoff games. Josh Teven in his 11th year has already called 39. Curtis Blair in his 13th is calling his 7th. It's two of the rising stars in the league officiating, John Goble and Josh Tivin. Yeah, after what, last two years, bringing in a lot of young officials? Yep, this is the next generation. These are good ones. Paul George at the top, guarded by Royce O'Neal. George is four of six, but two of four with Rudy on the floor. He crosses over, fades back over Rudy, got it. 
He hit a three over Rudy earlier and a jumper there over Rudy. Push ahead to Bogdanovich. Quick three. He hit it! And I could have told you that before it went down because he fired and retreated. And Bogdanovich has 23 points and seven threes. And the Jazz are shooting lights out and they're up eight. Reggie Jackson brings Gobert out to 25 feet. Swings to Batum. They reset Jackson. He says he wants Rudy. Crowd starts chanting Rudy. Oh, they're chanting Bogey. Jackson pulls back on a three, misses. Rebound O'Neal. Jazz have 15 threes and four twos tonight. Clarkson who's hot. Bogey's hot. Who's going to carry it? Here's Clarkson on pick and roll, crossing over on Batum. Pump fakes, bullets it. Bogey, left corner. Could he do it again? No. Rudy Gobert, jam follow. Timeout, Tyron Lou, Jazz by 10. Bogdanovich is having one of those nights. He's got 23. And the Jazz lead by 10, 56-46 on the Jazz Radio Network. This is Andrew Sorensen with your player profile. Making it to the NBA is not easy. Here's Rudy Gobert on what perseverance means to him. If someone tells you you won't make it, if someone tells you you're not good enough, you know that you believe in yourself. And, and it might not take one day, it might not take one year, but if you don't give up, you pushing, keep pushing, sooner or later you're going to get it because other people either they already have it and they're going to give it up, or other people are going to give up before they get it. If you never stop, you're always going to end up first. Boyan Bogdanovich, our player spotlight tonight, and he certainly should be. Player spotlight brought to you by America First Credit Union for the finest in financial services. Visit AmericaFirst.com. Boyan Bogdanovich has 23 points in the first half. He's 8 of 10 from 3. He's 7 of 9, or 8 of 10 from the field, 7 of 9 from 3. Boyan Bogdanovich is having one of those very special days, and Ron, quite frankly, Here's what happened to Boyan Bogdanovich the last two games. Kawhi Leonard guarded Donovan Mitchell, and Paul George guarded Boyan Bogdanovich. Right. And Boyan Bogdanovich was one of seven against Paul George and two of seven against Kawhi Leonard. And now that Paul George is guarding somebody else and Kawhi Leonard is out, Hello. Boyan Bogdanovich is wide open. No. Well, or at least getting free. His confident level right now, everything he throws up this thing is going in. It's like... And, and the ball movement there, surprisingly, that he's been open quite a bit. He's made a couple of tough ones, but he's open. Batum between the circles, flares it out to Paul George. Catch and shoot three with airspace, and he hit. That was a great play. He, he just got screened. Royce O'Neal got screened twice on that. They have been absolutely fabulous out of timeouts in this series. Zone defense. Quinn Snyder conducting. They're going to run a pick and roll for Donovan. He brings two to him. He gets to the free throw line. Lobs to Rudy who dunks. Ford donated $50 to the Utah Food Bank for every dunk this year, courtesy of Ford. 58-49. Keep attacking in the middle of the floor Jazz until they come nine. up with something to Sorry, stop Sorry, Ron. Finish that thought again so people can hear it. Morris misses a three. Bogdanovich rebound. Say that again, Ron. Well, I... just keep attacking in the middle of the floor until they come up with something that can stop. Right now, the zone is not doing it either. Bogdanovich, left side three. Missed it. Rebound comes down to Batum. Boyan now seven of ten. Paul George flares to Batum. Nice rotation to Reggie Jackson. Run off the three-point line. Back to Batum. Up to Morris. Right side to Mann. Their least good three-point shooter on the floor. He fires and misses. Rebound Donovan. Jazz by nine, five minutes to play in a high-scoring first half. Bullets a pass to Bogdanovich, blows by Morris, bounces to Rudy, collects himself and is fouled. 
little methodical there, but it needed to be methodical and strong, and he was. And Rudy will go to the line. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for your needs with the best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online at gwcu.org. We'll have more on it later, but an not an in an insane NBA day, more in as Gobert's free throws no good, more insanity has taken place, Ron. The Atlanta Hawks were down 26 and came back to win in Philadelphia and win game five and take a three game to two lead over the Philadelphia 76ers. That's a series that's been kind of fun to watch there as well. The Clipper fan listening is waiting, wait, Doc Rivers at the helm of a collapse? That couldn't be happening. Oh wait, we don't have Clipper fans listening. Gobert splits the free throws. Jazz have 15 threes tonight. They have set a record for playoff threes and a half. Previous was 12 earlier this year. By 10, 59-49. Lob into Morris in the post. He averaged 19 a game in New York, so they're relying on him for scoring. He shoots over the top of Bogdanovich and hits on a mid-range two. They've got plenty of scoring without Kawhi Leonard. Does not look like a zone this time. Donovan conducts traffic. They run it, trying to get Reggie Jackson on Donovan. They do. Pick and roll, left side to Clarkson. Clarkson now drives the right-hander into the lane, lost the basketball. Jackson saves it up to Batum. Jazz get back in transition defense as Paul George comes to the front court down by eight. Paul George, one-on-one -on, -one on Royce. Drives, Gobert's not in the lane. He gets to the basket, he scores, and he's fouled. That's two on Royce. They got Rudy Gobert up high on Nicholas Batum, and then George drove by, and Rudy was not in the lane anymore, and Paul George astutely recognized it, draw, drew the foul, and got to the... Basket will go to the line. They have cracked the Jazz defense, Ron. The Jazz have had their worst and third worst defensive games of the year the last two games. Well, this and tonight's is, not much better. But you do expect that in the, in the playoffs. I mean, you've got so much time to now to concentrate on one team, watching tons of film, they are playing positioning players out there on the floor. I mean, all of that comes into a play. They're playing five wide as Donovan walks into an open three off a pick in the zone and hit it. Major breakdown by the Clippers right there. And Donovan hits the Jazz 16th three of the half. And that was right in the middle of the floor. That was a big break. Jazz are two off an NBA record. The NBA record for threes and a half is 18. Morris on a roll. Kicks to Jackson. Right corner three himself. No good. Gobert rebounds with man all over him. Clarkson comes to get it. 3.30 left in the quarter. Jazz lead by eight. Clarkson drives the right hand, brings Paul George to a cross-court kick to O'Neal, to Donovan, rotates, bogey, three, missed it. Rebound, tapped out of bounds by Reggie Jackson, Jazz ball. Donovan, the second best catch and shoot, three-point shooter in the NBA, bypassed to get bogey another look. I can't blame him, but Donovan should feel free to shoot that. Bogey is 7 of 11. Patrick Beverly is going to check in. The offenses are dominating this game here in the fifth game of this series. Terrence Mann checks out. Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. Jazz without Mike Conley. Donovan having a hard time getting it in. Gives it to Gobert. Comes back to get it in the corner. They trap him. Donovan's in a bit of trouble. Donovan's trying to get out of the trap. Throws a pass up top. It goes off the hands of Royce O'Neal. Took... Looks to be up to Paul George over to Royce O'Neal, and then Paul George 
frustrated that he dropped the layup going the other way. Fouls Paul uh, Royce O'Neal, and that's his second foul. Is that the second foul in the last two minutes? Oh, no, it's not even after two minutes. Nope, that's three minutes left. Yeah, three quarter. minutes to go. Looking at the shot clock. Jumbotron's gone black in front of us. Luckily, it's not a road game. Here's Gobert, big step to the back, a lot of contact, no call. Rebound comes down to George. George on the run, Gobert talking to the official. Gobert, er, George rise and fire three, no good. Rebound comes down to Clarkson. Guys might be tired, it's been a frenetic half. 62-54. Clarkson dribbles right into Gobert and turns it over. Batum on the run, hands to Paul George. Shoving off of the left hand, he goes to the basket, misses. Rebound tapped around, Paul George has it, Rudy goes down, Paul George finishes. And then... Rudy Gobert grabs at Marcus Morris's leg as he's going away and gets a technical foul. Focus. Morris clearly did something to Rudy, but Rudy can't grab a guy's leg as he's walking away. Well, he walks, he walks a right step over him. I mean, that's, it's garbage. that's very unprofessional. It's garbage. I don't They're going to review Rudy. it, yeah. see what they decide. So there'll be a taunting, there'll be a taunting foul on Donovan and Morris exchanging words now. They're going to check this. There'll be a taunting technical on Morris and a technical on Rudy for grabbing his leg. It'll come out even until somebody, unless somebody gets another one tonight. Siegfried and Jensen review, brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen reviewing injury cases in Utah for the last 30 years. And Tyron Lewis should know a little bit about that, huh? Allen Iverson steps over him in the playoff a great, game great in call, Los Angeles. Jazz having another night of defensive struggles. Here's what Boyan Bogdanovich said to us before the game about those struggles. Our transition defense gotta gotta be better because we are cross matched offensively by them, and then we are when we are coming back to the defense, we are also cross matched. So we gotta find our guy or, or, or talk more defensively. But like I said, I think that the first first quarter we didn't play well offensively, and like I said, we had a couple turnovers and, and bad shots, and then we allowed them to, to run behind our our backs and, and have a have a easy easy buckets or easy shots. It'll be interesting to see what they call here. They could claim Morris had no other choice. I would argue he did, but they could decide Morris. <laughs> he had a choice, I that, think. That's Morris. He meant to. Rudy <laughs> fell down. Paul George laid it up. The score is 62-56. Rudy was on the ground. Paul George took, or Marcus Morris looked right down at Rudy and then took his left leg right over his head. And Rudy Gobert grabbed his leg as he went away. And Rudy had his arm up saying, like, don't walk over me. I suspect we'll get dueling technical fouls here. Particularly in a game five, like you don't really want to give someone an edge for this. That would be, the, in my book, the right call. Now they're looking again. Now they're probably checking the clock or something of that, at this sort. Jazz have only taken seven two-point shots in this game. Clippers have only taken 11. This has been a three-point shooting barrage. Let's see what the call is. Now we do not have it, unfortunately. John Goble. Yeah, Clippers have taken 21 twos, I apologize. 
All right, they do not. Double technical, as we suspected, will play on. Morris acting like he didn't do anything, which is humorous. That last steal there by Patrick Beverly, who did not give up on the play, even though they switched, he comes up behind Clarkson and comes up with the steal. You just have to watch him all the time. Beverly's got Donovan. Donovan has really struggled against there Beverly, and he knocks it away out of bounds. That's what I mean. You can't cross over in front of him because he's reaching for that basketball. He's, he's clapping, talking to himself, firing himself up, playing with a little extra juice. Looks like he's had seven espresso shots right before he came in the game. Jittery but productive. 62-56. Bogdanovich fakes the handoff. He gets Beverly switched to him. Right side to Donovan. Rudy comes up to set a pick on the inside. Donovan takes a deep three and swishes it home. But he limps back the other way as he came down. He did not feel comfortable landing on that right angle. 65-56, Jazz up a palindrome. A small one, but still a palindrome. Paul George comes off double picks. Gets to the top, Rudy's now guarding him. Eight on the shot clock, Rudy straight away guarding him. He wants to go left, he goes left, he'll pull for a jumper. He drives left, he pulls back for a jumper, he hits. Scouting reports are good. 65-58. Jazz by seven, 134 left. Donovan, hard drive at Beverly, and Beverly fouls him, then grabs him so he can't take the shot, and then puts his hand up in the air like, I fouled him. Beverly understands the league allows him six. He might as well use five of them. Jazz by seven, game five. Jazz without Conley. Clippers without Leonard. Mike Conley spoke to the media today, said he had a slight setback in the process. Hopes to possibly be ready this series. Kawhi Leonard sounds less likely, though nothing official from the Clippers yet. Leonard checks, uh, I'm sorry, George checks out with a minute and 30 seconds ago. Paul George getting another break. He has two fouls. Bogdanovich driving on Beverly, tries to spin. Double team comes, he loses the basketball, stolen by Beverly, and he flips it back up to Morris. Patrick Beverly wrecking havoc. Here's Reggie Jackson crossing over Rudy, sees him in the lane, bounce pass down to Mann. Man comes out of traffic. Jazz leave him unguarded. They didn't notice, luckily. Left side, Jackson. Has Rudy on him. Goes between his legs. Jabs at him. Retreats back out. He's on the left wing. He drives. Drives the baseline. Rudy's there. Reverse side layup is good. 55 seconds left. Donovan Mitchell has nine points and five assists in the first half. Batum switches to him. Rudy's being guarded by Beverly now, so they got Beverly out of the play. They double Donovan, he drives to the left hand, jump stops, flares a pass high to Royce, comes back to get it at the logo. They double him again, he goes to his left, fires a fadeaway three with four on the shot clock, it's an air ball. Rebound Beverly. Left side Jackson, 31 seconds, he'll go two for one, he'll miss. Long rebound Ingles who holds it. Jazz will work the clock down, five second differential. Batum all over Donovan, Batum is 6'8". Donovan trying to get free can't. They don't guard Royce. He drives to the basket, gets in the lane, doesn't do anything with it. Bounces it back out to Don. Five on the clock. They double Don. He's getting bumped. He throws a bullet pass to Bogdanovich with one on the clock. Fires a tough three. No. Ingles offensive rebound. Back to Bogey. Right corner three. Missed it. And the half comes to a close. Bogey missed his last five threes of the quarter and finished seven of 13 in the half. Jazz by five, 65-60.
at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. We're at the half in an offensive slugfest and the Jazz lead at 65-60. Coach, uh, incredible three-point shooting, 17 of 30 in the quarter in the half. What do you need to do in the second half? I mean, that, that's fabulous, but that's a hard number to keep up. So what are the other things you want to see in the second half offensively? Well, I think number one is take care of the basketball block. Uh, you know, the 11 turnovers for 17 points. Uh, you know, we have a five-point lead. It probably should be 15. Um, obviously, we shot the ball really well. Uh, Spacing is going to be a key. They've been blitzing Donovan at times. Uh, we probably can't set it quite as high as we've set it up there around half court. Uh, and if they want to blitz off Royce O'Neal, he can roll. We can play in the half pocket, and then Royce can kind of be a playmaker. Uh, eyes out, and we can probably get rim and threes on that. Um, uh, you know, I, I just think we're going to have to tight up our rotations a little bit there on the offensive end lock, whether they're they're blitzing it or they're going back into that zone. Defensively, as this game works its way down to its final stretches, what are going to be the key uh, to get some stops as this game probably is going to be possession by possession at the end? Yeah, I think two things there, Locke. I think number one would be getting matched up in transition. We've had an issue there. Some of it's been off of our turnovers, obviously. We've had guys run into the rim, but we've got to find those three-point shooters in transition. Uh, secondly, then, would be the isolation by Jackson and George. They've kind of gotten what they've wanted. We're going to have to press those guys up and send them in a certain direction where we can load up the weak side, and then we can rotate, and we can get guys uh, either closed out to the shooters. And then, uh, you know, that probably the last thing is just closing those possessions. We're going to have to have guys like Rudy and Royce stay out of foul trouble. Uh, so they can stay in there on their primary offensive guys and close possessions. Thanks a lot. Best of luck in the second half, Coach. Okay, thanks. This is what I like about Mike Wells. He tells us exactly what we, what we not what we want to hear, what he thinks, but what needs to happen. Let's see if the Jazz can do it in their black dark mode uniform for the series tied at two games apiece. Game six will be in L.A. A loss tonight will feel catastrophic. And we'll see who's still hot. The winner of this game five wins the series 83% of the time. Paul George was brilliant in the first half. Top to Reggie Jackson. Swings it back to George. Isolated on Royce O'Neal who has two fouls. Comes off a man pick. They bounce it to man. He's attacking Gobert and Gobert gets called for a foul. Rudy says he didn't touch him at all. Man misses the layup. Quinn has his head down. That's two on Rudy. I don't know. Mike Wells on the bench kind of says he got him with his forearm. They're not going to get that overturned. Rudy made contact with his forearm low on his body. Probably didn't have an impact, but it's certainly not going to get overturned. 65-60 if you're a Jazz fan. And you're listening right now, you should be very nervous because the Jazz made 17 threes in the first half and only lead by four. Or you should be very optimistic because the Jazz had a horrendous 10 live ball turnovers that led to 17 points by the Clippers and they're still up five. You decide, Neither, either way I'm guessing you're nervous because this game is worthy of it. 65-62, Donovan attacking man. Dribbles off Mance's foot. It meekly rolls back out to Joe Ingles. Ingles on the left side. 
proceeds to the right now, switches left with an underhand scoop to O'Neal. Five on the clock, O'Neal's attacking Reggie Jackson hard to the rack, double clutches, lays it up and in. Royce O'Neal has been a star tonight. 10 points, six rebounds, two assists and a block and a steal. Paul George, double pick waiting, he goes away from it, attacks the basket, fouled by O'Neal, that'll be Royce's third. And I don't know what just happened, but we've got guys all shook up there at the end. They're going to review what took place. Rudy's got a technical foul already. I didn't see it. I just saw there was a skirmish afterwards. The well, only thing I saw was two, three Clipper players standing around each other. Hard drive by Paul George. Crazy aggressive. Royce O'Neal wrapped his head around, around Paul George's neck on the foul with his right arm he got around his neck paul george got up and did not like it i don't know that that was an un totally unnatural or anything aggressive there paul george popped up very aggressively toward royce o'neal and then terrence mann actually jumped over like calm him down but actually i don't think paul george had any intention this is a kerfuffle with much to do about nothing he swipes at the basketball twice, once. Left hand, and then he comes and back. And then he... The right arm around the back of his neck's not great. If I'm the Clipper announcer, Noah Eagle over there, I'm saying this is a flagrant foul with Royce O'Neal grabbing him around the neck with the right hand. And as the Jazz announcer, I'm telling you that it was just kind of a natural course of action. Ron Boone, what do you have to say? I, I think they're going to call a, a flagrant foul here on Royce O'Neal because of the wrap around the net. Royce picks up his third foul, which is the most important development on the Siegfried and Jensen review. We'll wait for Dan Roberts to let us know because we don't have the official tonight. Let's see what Dan has to say. Paul George will get two. Flagrant penalty one to Royce O'Neal. Donovan Mitchell and Marcus Morris continue to be having animated words, as does Royce O'Neal, like debate class taking place at midcourt, almost in a pleasant manner. And Paul George makes the free throw. Paul George tonight, 23 points, eight rebounds, and an assist. He has been incredible on all ends of the floor. There's someone with a tattered playoff history. Tonight could be a night where he changes his image as a player. And he's on his way to doing it. 67-64. He has 24. Bogdanovich leads the Jazz with 23. Boyan had seven threes in the first half. Reggie Jackson comes to the front court. Comes off of Paul George pick with an aggressive left-hand drive at O'Neal. And an offensive rebound on the miss for Terrence Mann. Rudy can't let that happen. Mann, pull-up jumper over Rudy is good. Margin of error to win a game five is slim, and the Jazz made a bunch of poor plays to open the first quarter, and they're not much better to open the third. Ingles pops out, has airspace, fires the three, misses, wide open. Joe's one for four tonight. Left side, Morris. Fires the three over Bogdanovich and hits, and the Clippers have taken the lead, 69-67 in the opening moments on a 9-2 run to open the quarter. Ingles, hard left-hand drive at Batum, lets him fly by, lays it up and in. Nice move by Joe Ingles on a pick and roll. Tied at 69. 
Mann will take a three outside the right side. He'll miss it. Mann came out early. I've never seen this before. And shot threes all by himself while the rest of the team was still in the locker room. Donovan, rise and fire in transition. No good. Rebound George. Donovan has taken six shots tonight. He's three of six. All of them from three. Does not look comfortable landing on his ankle. Paul George drives to the rack. Sees Gobert. Lays it up and in. Paul George is gaining confidence as the night goes on and has 26 points. Clippers in control right now, leading by two, but have the momentum on an 11-4 run. Ingles at the top. Just working, nothing happening. Eight on the clock. Gobert being held on the roll. Hands to Bogdanovich. Lines up Jackson. Five on the clock. Crosses over. Step back, contested three, short. And a foul on the rebound as Royce O'Neal gets hip-checked to the ground, flying in for a rebound. Terrence Mann gets called for the foul. Nicholas Batum thought it was on him and was stunned. That's why, because he didn't commit it. 71-69, 9-19 left in the third. Donovan Mitchell, nine points, three rebounds, five assists. They've been doubling him late in the clock. They double him here with five on the shot clock. He works his way to the basket. A lot of contact, draws the foul. And now he bends over by the basket. I'd say his ankle seems to be bothering him much more tonight than any other night of the series. Driving here to the basket, he put the left foot down. He just doesn't want to put any weight on that right foot with any power. I, I know late in the ball game in Los Angeles, they stopped bringing a, 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 a defender to Donovan and Donovan was able to go and drive very hard to the basket. I'd like to see a little bit more of that That way you're not getting the switch. Be nice if Donovan could get something going off the ball, Ron, and it's where you're missing Mike Conley, but run him off some staggers or things, but they're switching everything, and the Jazz just cannot get Donovan any action off the ball. Donovan did not make one of the first three all-team NBAs this year. Misses the second free throw. Bradley Beal basically made it instead of he or Devin Booker. I would debate both. Right side, Morris, guarded by Bogdanovich, drives the lane, jump stops, fades back, hits. Marcus Morris was the number one scorer for the New York Knicks, averaging 19.6 points a game when he was acquired by the Clippers, and he is cherishing that role tonight. I'd like to see him send him to his right hand. Donovan to prayer. I think he wanted a foul call. Didn't get it. Jazz are down three and guessing. Jackson leaves it behind for Batum. Three ball swirls out, rebound O'Neal. That was fortunate. It was a good look. See if the Jazz can take advantage. Ingles at the top. Pick and roll with Gobert. Rudy tries to roll. Joe gives the ball at 20 feet. Back out to Ingles. Rudy rolls. Jackson on him. Ingles drives. Curls back out. Crosses over. Dribbles it out of bounds. Off of Jackson's foot. Timeout Quinn. The offense, when the ball is out of Donovan's hands, is not doing anything. 73-70, no. Clippers by three, 8-12 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Rotates to Bogdanovich, right corner three, good. Left corner, Boyan's got some airspace, fires the three and hits. Chest to Boyan, quick release three, good. Boyan, Bogdanovich. 
Top side, Bogdanovich has some three. Will he make up for it? Yes, he will. Boyan's on fire. Bogdanovich has scored for four from three. The Jazz are seven of ten. Swings to Bogdanovich. Is he still hot? He is. Five for five for Boyan. Bogdanovich in the corner. Goes to Bogdanovich in the corner. Bogdanovich fires. Oh, bogey! Don't do me like that! Wow! Six for six from three! And thrown it out of Hula Hoop! Push ahead to Bogdanovich. Quick three. He hit it! And I could have told you that before it went down because he fired and retreated. And Bogdanovich has 23 points and seven threes. Bogey hit his first seven. He's actually missed his next six. He's seven of 13. The Jazz are trailing the LA Clippers 73-70 with 8-12 left in the third. Bogdanovich is your WCF Insurance Players Spotlight. Brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Ron, the problem for the Jazz is as they fall behind here, their bench has been so inept. Donovan inbound, finds Royce on a roll, misses at the rim, loose ball rebound, Clippers have it. But I don't know how the Jazz substitute here other than Clarkson. 73-70. Paul George having a monster night, 26 points and 11 rebounds. Flares it out to Morris. Their best catch and shoot players open for three and hits. And the Clippers are dominating the third quarter 16 to 5. Zan's getting a little confused on whether they're switching or recovering. And Morris just had a wide open three point shot. Donovan guarded by Morris. Bounces to O'Neal. He's wide open. He didn't shoot it. Back out to Donovan. Guarded by Paul George. Seven on the clock. Pick and roll. They triple team Donovan. He hooks to O'Neal. He'll shoot this one from deep. He'll miss. Rebound to. Morris, O'Neal two for four from three. He's had a brilliant game. Jackson to the left side, isolated on Donovan, blows by him, reach around, steal by Donovan. Here comes O'Neal and Batum fouls him. Joe Ingles checks out, 19 minutes, seven points, four rebounds, three assists. Jordan Clarkson checks in. Joe goes to the bench, grabs a towel, a t-shirt, throws on his warm-up shirt. Donovan conducts the offense here, 76-70, Clippers by six. Their largest lead of the second half. Clarkson and Batum are into it, and Clarkson just got a technical foul assessed to him. I think they Clarkson headbutted Batum. <laughs> they just told says, oh. Nicholas Batum that Jordan Clarkson got called for a technical foul, and Batum was like, why would they do that? I can, I can actually see what the official saw. Clarkson threw a forearm into Batum's chest, yes. and if you're the official, you would think that too. Quinn Snyder is talking to the coaches, and Reggie Jackson is getting in the huddle with Quinn Snyder. And Paul George makes the free throw, and I do not think it is too grandiose to say that the Jazz season is in the balance right now if they do not click in. Down seven, game five, with game six in LA. Crowd chanting at the officials. Jazz struggling right now. Being outscored 17 to five to open the third. Bogdanovich posting on the smaller Jackson, swings through and got a whistle. 
Obviously, the Jazz could go down and win game six to LA, but the winner of game five wins the series 83% of the time. Donovan goes to the sideline to talk to Quinn Snyder and adjusts his right shoe as Bogdanovich continues to go to the line. Bogdanovich has 23. It's his first free throws tonight. Jazz have taken just seven. Donovan tightens up the shoelaces on his right purple Don shoes. Battling through that sprained ankle tonight. He seems more inhibited by it than other nights. Having taken only three-point shots tonight. Bogdanovich makes both free throws. Jazz walking their way back into this, down five. 6.56 left third quarter. Jackson goes to Paul George on an isolation left side. They run him off a double pick to get Gobert switched to him. Rudy gives him space. Paul George misses the jumper. Rebound Clarkson. Clarkson to the front court. Great transition pickup by the Clippers. Clarkson now goes one-on-one -on, -one on Morris. Swipes him off with the left hand. Fades back with a shot. Misses. Paul George screening out Rudy Gobert. And the rebound comes to the Clippers. They're on the run. Morris leaves it behind for George on the right side. Driving on Bogdanovich and a foul on Bogey. And a visibly frustrated Bogey at that. Looked like it was George's left hand that really makes contact with observation at the city logo state logo Jackson left side to George isolated on Bogdanovich step back three for George got it Paul George is outstanding tonight picking up for Kawhi Leonard and carrying his team to their largest lead of the night 80 to 72 Donovan pounding the right hand dribble goes through his legs loses the dribble recovered Tries to drive on Morris, denying to his right. He spins back to his left. He scoops to the left hand, misses. Gobert rocks the Jazz box. First field goal for the Jazz in almost five minutes. Well, and not only that, David, he's able to penetrate and get to the rim. Something the Jazz have not done if you're relying on that three-point shot, but that's the first opportunity at the rim. Jackson swings it out to Mann. He's unguarded for three, and he hits. He's a 40% three-point shooter. Terrence Mann, and the Clippers by nine. Push ahead to Bogdanovich, who had seven threes in the first half. Works inside, swings through, short with the shot. Rudy taps it up and in again. Back-to-back -back offensive rebound buckets for Rudy Gobert. 83-76. Clippers bench has been standing, cheering on their guys all night long. Paul George driving, attacking the lane, pushes up a pass, and it's knocked away turnover. George wilted when he saw Rudy for the first time in a while. Bullet to Clarkson, right side three, no. Rudy again! Three times in a row! Rudy Gobert with offensive rebound follows! And the Jazz within five, and Tyron Lue wants a timeout. 4.50 left in the third. Rudy Gobert on the offensive glass, saving the day on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. 
Left corner, Batum for a three. Good. Slow closeout by the Jazz. Off a pick with Gobert. Chested to O'Neal. He'll fire. He'll tie it at 10. Top to Jackson for three on a slow close, and it's good. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. Five wide as Donovan walks into an open three off a pick in the zone and hit it. Major breakdown by the Clippers right there, and Donovan hits the Jazz 16th three of the half. Jackson left side to George. Isolated on Bogdanovich. Step back three for George. Got it. Jazz trailing by five, 83-78. Let's pause 10 seconds across the Utah Jazz Radio Network for station identification. From the Carrier HVAC studio, this is KCNS-FM Colville, KCNS-AM Salt Lake City, 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz have outscored 23-13 in the third. They are 2 of 12 shooting. And Rudy Gobert is 3 of 3 on putbacks. The offense is sticky. It has got no movement. And they are... They have figured out, Ron, how to play us without Mike Conley. And we have not figured out how to play without Mike Conley. Yeah, that, that's for sure. And, and as long as the Jazz are not able to break the paint, then that's one of the reasons that Rudy's been able to get some putbacks is because Donovan Mitchell has been able to break the paint. Out of timeouts, they've been fabulous. They're going to post up Morris this time on Bogdanovich. He works to the middle. He fades back. He misses. Rebound, Gobert. Jazz trailed a moment ago by as many as nine. They're down five now. 4.30 left in the third. Jazz had an electric shooting first half, and now they're trying to figure out how to score. Right side, Bogdanovich drives on Paul George to the basket, hangs, misses. Rudy battling for the offensive rebound and foul. Rudy is really right now very reminiscent of game seven in De- against Denver in the bubble when he just dominated the game on the glass and so, just about came back to win it for the Jazz. So, so if you're going to drive to the basket and you're going to try to defend the play, Rudy's going to get a, top, a chance for an offensive rebound. Uh, and again, we talked about this at the beginning of the, of the, of the ball game, is being able to break the paint. And when you do that, you know, someone has to pick you up. Rudy on the free throw line. Just about air balls. Here's what Rudy had to say about the team's defensive struggles so far in the series. When we turn it over or we take tough shots, it's hard for us to be able to to run back and set our defense and to take advantage of that. And we foul, they get in the bonus, we don't communicate enough. So we give up wide open threes or give playups and then they get going. And then when it's half court, we do a good job guarding them. But you know, we get stops or they they make some tough shots because they had they got that confidence and they're feeling good. So it's kind of a, a cycle, you know, that when we play the right way offensively, it's harder for them to, to score on us and we set our defense. Jazz with the number one half-court defense in the NBA. They're in the half-court here. Mann gives it to Beverly. Left side to George. Comes off a pick. Donovan guards him over to Mann. Ball fakes Rudy. Gets by him. Kicks out to Beverly. And a shot clock violation. Number one half-court defense did their job there. Clippers bypass some looks. 83-79. Utah down by four. 3.51 left. Donovan Mitchell has 10 points. He works to the left side, guarded by Terrence Mann. They double him immediately. Bounces to Royce, resets Donovan. Gobert comes to set the pick. They 
he rises for a 35 foot three and misses. Gobert can't tap the rebound out. Donovan has not had a field goal in the quarter. He's 0 for 4. Man working one on one in the lane. Flares it back out to George, who's been incredible. Into the block to Morris. Jazz double it. Back out to George. One on one on Gobert. It's got him backpedaling. Now rocks the baby between the legs. Crosses over. Retreats out. Step back three. Short. Long rebound. Paul George steps by Rudy. Gets it. Drives. Loses the ball. Clarkson has it. Kaiser down. Dominoes are falling. Clarkson comes to the front court. Drives with the left hand. In the lane. Fouled by Beverly. And that was around the head there as well, wasn't it? So if Beverly... Clarkson had popped up and attacked Paul, Patrick Beverly the way Paul and George did. We'd have a review of this. But because Clarkson just went back the other way, didn't do it. Josh Teven is talking to Clarkson right now. Did he have a hand on the ball when he was doing it? What the, the arm catches him this, the, on the head, but his hand was making contact with the ball. Clarkson, who for a period of the season was the best free throw shooter in the league, misses this one. Jazz are 6 of 12 at the line tonight. George Niang checks into the game. Well, George has been great for this team. And the playoffs in this series have been a little bit of a struggle for him. Maybe right now he can come through and nail the big shot. Clarkson makes the second free throw. Utah climbing back into this, now down just three. 2.59 left in the third, half court set again. Paul George splits the double team, flares to Beverly, he'll shoot the three and he'll hit it. The number one catch and shoot team in the NBA this year, the LA Clippers are 13 of 26 from three. Clarkson, working one on one, they're switching one through five, Niang gets it, surprised by it, gives it right back to Clarkson. They double, he lobs over the top to O'Neal, rotates in the end, travel no call. Drives in the lane, throws away a fade a jumper and hits it, nice. George Niang with a tough look in the lane. 86-82, Jazz down four, Paul George conducting. 30 points, 12 rebounds, four assists. Beverly drives, sees Gobert, floats it over him and scores. Patrick Beverly with back-to-back -back mammoth baskets and the Clippers go up six. 2.07 left. Left side, Clarkson. Beverly guarding. One on one, no movement. Clarkson now comes to the right. Step back three over Morris, short. Long re outlet to Morris, to the basket, layup. Clarkson flop, looking for a three-point play. Morris released, an easy layup, down eight. This doesn't look like the Jazz at all. The Clippers have completely discombobulated them. Jazz conducting traffic, trying to get Kennard in a one-on-one, but Ingles is not an isolation player. So Ingles works the right side, terminates his dribble, gives it to Rudy at 19 feet, and Rudy will drive to the basket, get it knocked away, kick to O'Neal's, the shot clock expires, he misses the three. It went deep in the cup and came out as Dwayne Wade gyrates on the right side in agony of the miss. Jazz down eight, Paul George driving on O'Neal to the rack, offensive foul, Paul George. Yep. I was wondering if they were ever going to call this because I thought Bondanovich complained to the official about the foul that he picked up with George. His arm goes out when he starts to put the ball on the floor and makes contact. So sometimes you just make officials aware of something 
and you talk to them tastefully, you know, they might look for it the next time. Crowd chanting, push off P. Rajon Rondo checks in. Rondo played six feckless minutes in the first half. not gotten back to action. Now Mia Oni checks in. And Derek Favors checks in, Jazz. Favors in the last four games is three of seven. Mia Oni is 0 for 4. And George Niang is 1 of 11. The Jazz needs something out of one of these three guys on the floor right now. Niang drives, gets caught in the air, kicks out to Clarkson, catch and shoot three, air ball. Clarkson's 38%. Game in the balance, 90-82 Clippers. They're up by eight, playing with momentum. Morris power into the rack for an easy layup. The Clippers are just scoring at an alarming rate, and Paul George is getting a rest. So Derek Favors comes in because Paul George went out for the final minute. Ingles driving down 10 into the body of Kennard and a blocking foul on Kennard. Jazz offense has struggled a bit. Well, they're, they're All night just long. playing a perimeter game, and they're letting the defense get set. Ingles will get two free throws, a left-hander from Australia, father of three. Misses. And the Jazz are seven of 14 from three. Excuse me, from the line. One of the more disappointing nights in Jazz history if this does not turn the other way. As the number one seed with their first team All-NBA player injured and the Clippers have taken it to the Jazz from the opening tip of the game and the Jazz held on with electric three-point shooting for a long time, but they have finally cooled off. The Jazz do not have a three in the second half. Batum, wide open three, missed it. Rebound tapped, controlled by the Clippers, out to Kennard, he misses Clarkson rebounds. The anguish of the crowd becoming obvious in the groans and moans in the arena. Ingles at the top, guarded by Kennard. They just spread the floor one through five. They're face guarding Clarkson. Ingles is gonna try to go one on one with five on the clock. Clarkson tries to get it, it's too late to give it to him. He's got it with three, nowhere to go. They double team him. He works in the lane, he passes to Oni. Shot clock violation on the Jazz. I will go to the rules my mother gave me when I was a child. If you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. Rondo inbounds to Kennard. Three off a bunch of steps is no good. The game five in Salt Lake City. The Utah Jazz trail the LA Clippers 92-83 as we head to the fourth quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. We head to 
the fourth quarter, the Jazz get outscored 32 to 18 in the third quarter. Jazz go 0 of 10 from three. And their shot distribution is just out of whack. As Bogdanovich has taken 17, Clarkson's taken 10, Donovan's only taken nine. The Jazz have taken 43 point shots and 19 twos. Which actually, it's hard to quibble with when the Jazz have made 43% of their threes. But the problem is that they went 0 of 10 in that third quarter and are now down 9 to the LA Clippers in a pivotal Game 5 run. And honestly, hard to see what moves the Jazz have to change things right now other than pure will of some sort to try to take back control of this game. I think it's going to take, David, some great defense here. And the Jazz have not defended in a long time in this series. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen them score at the end of the quarter there. They get the basketball at the beginning of here of the fourth quarter. And the Jazz do not make any substitute. Well, Donovan's coming back in the ball. The Jazz defensive rating is a 136 tonight, Ron. The Jazz worst defensive game all season long was game three. Their third worst defensive game all year was game four. They have not stopped the Clippers since game two in any realm. Clarkson right side. Paul George switches to him. Donovan pops out left side. Coming off a pick from Rudy. A top free throw line jumper is short. Donovan's three for 10 tonight. Rondo leaves behind for Beverly. He hit a three a moment ago, misses this offensive rebound. Rondo kick out to Morris. Morris has picked up the second score roll at 24 and Niang can't guard him and fouls him. George trying to stay with him, had to hip him a little bit as he went baseline on him. Clippers without Kawhi Leonard, but are not lacking scorers, and the rest of the crew has stepped up. Paul George has been terrific. Tight curl. George in the lane. Flares it out to Morris. Resets George with Rudy switched on him. He's on the right corner. He jabs with the right foot, fires the three over the top, and misses. Rebound the end. Can the Jazz get play early and drive? Clarkson working on Kennard. Goes behind the back. Throws up a wild shot. It's an air ball and a foul on Rudy going after the rebound. The first two shots of this quarter have been mid-range, double-clutch, long twos with limited chance of going in. But they continue to bring a, a, another defender, which makes it easier to switch. Rondo to the far side. Rondo back in the rotation with Kawhi Leonard out. Kennard, isolated left wing. He's not a one-on-one -on -one player. He distributes to Morris, who's played a ton of ISO tonight very successfully. Niang up hard on his body. A tough, contested right side jumper. No good. Rebound to Ingles, who comes up the front court. Trailing by 9, 92-83. The number one seed on the ropes. Ingles driving, scooping. There it is. 92-85. Jazz pressure Rondo in the backcourt. Yang picks him up at 94 feet. Down by seven, crowd chanting defense. Paul George guarded by Joe Ingles. Not the Oklahoma City series. Joe's not had that influence. He knocks it past into the backcourt. 
It rolls out of bounds. Clipper ball, shot clock at six. Donovan Mitchell clapping to everyone, telling him six on the clock. George Niang did a great job denying. Crowd comes to their feet. They feel the urgency. Rondo, chested to Beverly, driving at Donovan. Off balance, air ball, rebound Rudy. Shot clock violation. Joe Ingles is not moving very well. Comes over to talk to Quinn Snyder. Donovan to the front court. He's just three of 10 with only 10 points. Trying to get Kennard switched. They double instead. Ingles penetrates the lane, lobs it up, and he's fouled. I think it was a shot. Yeah, this is going to be on Patrick Beverly again. Nice job here by Joe. Driving to his right, he kept, keeps Beverly on his hip. Ron, this goes back to what you talked about earlier. If they're going to dominate, if they're going to double team Donovan, you got to get it to a playmaker in the middle of the floor. Yeah. I just think that's that, that's definitely the key there. And another thing I'd like them not to see do as much is bring another defender over there to Donovan. Well, they'd like to get Luke Kennard on him, and every time they try to get Luke Kennard on him, then they just, his original defender stays. So that's why Ron is saying... The quest to get the matchup. They got 17 isolations on Luke Kennard in game one. Have not had that many combined since. Joe Ingles' free throw is good. 92-86. Can the Jazz work their way back? They were down 10. A pivotal game five. The winner of game five wins the series 83% of the time. Free throws good by Joe. Jazz back within five. 92-87. Paul George, 30 points, 13 rebounds, five assists. Crowd coming to their feet with 9.46 to play. George drives, high pass to Batum. He tight ropes the sideline. Gives it off to Jackson. One on one on Clarkson. Clarkson reaches with the right hand and fouls. Team foul on the Jazz is their second. 9.38 to play. Clippers 92, Jazz 87. Royce O'Neal checks back in. 10.7 rebounds, three assists for Royce. Paul George playing without Kawhi Leonard. He had to do it 13 times during the regular season. Guarded by O'Neal. Gets the switch. Now flares it back up top to Jackson. Out of bounds. Jack off Clarkson. Five on the shot clock again. Jazz had the number one half-court defense in the NBA. Clippers were not a good clutch team this year. Inbound to George. Behind the back dribble. Three on the clock. Fires a deep three, missed it. Rebound Rudy, his eighth in the game. Ingles to the front court. Comes tepidly into the front court. Retreats out. Now gets Kennard, switched to him. Drives the right hand, brings Batum to him, throws it away. Turnover on Ingles. Right side, Paul George. Driving on Royce O'Neal. Rudy trying to hover in the paint. Crowd booing George, their playoff nemesis, who's getting the best of him tonight. Driving, losing the ball, in the paint, kicks to Beverly, corner three, no good. Rebound Donovan, five-point deficit for the Jazz. Donovan to the front court, picked up by Beverly, gets a switch on Jackson, attacks Jackson with the right hand, three defenders there, they reach in and foul. Donovan has no bounce tonight, no juice, no pop on that right ankle. He's going to try to will this team on a leg and a half. It's 92-87. Donovan bends at the free throw line. 
clearly limited with his hands on his shorts. Lines up his feet squarely on the line and puts the ball on his left hip. Now the big deep breath and the four dribbles and the ball spin and the massive free throws with 8.43 left are good while Patrick Beverly feigns falling in the lane trying to distract Donovan Mitchell. Donovan now talking to Curtis Blair about that move. John Goebel telling Beverly that's enough. Donovan again, now a four-point game with 8.43 to play. The kid from New York spins, fires, makes. Beverly no shenanigans that time. Three-point game, crowd's been on their feet for the last two minutes. Reggie Jackson left side, spins it back to Paul George, who's not been a great clutch player in his career. Gives it back to Jackson. Clarkson defending. Jackson jabs with the right foot, holding over his head. Step back, can't get a shot off. Now forces one up as the shot clock expires. And he hits from 21 feet. And Patrick Beverly has knocked Donovan Mitchell to the ground, maybe before the ball came inbounds, in which case the Jazz would get free throws. John Goble and Josh Steven will review it. Patrick Beverly animatedly arguing about the call. Beverly continues to talk to Josh Teven, two of the young, great officials of our game. Goebel and Teven calling the game tonight. And Goebel gives out the instructions. Again, we don't have that mic tonight, so we'll see what's going on. Siegfried and Jensen injury review. These reviews are a rest for players. Foul. They're checking to see whether the ball was inbounds or not, I believe, when Beverly committed the foul. The ball may have been in route, route to, but it was not touched by anyone inbounds. So, so what's, what's the, the difference? Well, let's watch. The foul is committed. The ball is still in Royce O'Neal's hands, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No question. So Donovan will get free throws, and the Jazz will get the ball. No question at all. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play is brought to you by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for your needs with the best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online in minutes at gwcu.org. David, help me out here. Oh, never mind. Yes. I was looking for Zubak, but he is down Zubak has not come back in the game in the second half, Ron. He's played eight minutes in the first half and has not played the second half. They have found the small lineup. They're switching one through five. It has flustered the Jazz, and they're staying with it. Donovan's first free throw, technical free throw is good. Jazz get the ball. Donovan noticeably walking gingerly on the right foot as he meanders back to the backcourt. And Beverly attaches to him like Velcro with a grin on his face and his hands out wondering how he got that foul call. He's now mocking Mitchell for his. And Patrick Beverly doesn't realize he's been checked out of the game. He can now checks out. 8.16 left. Jazz have O'Neal, Clarkson, Mitchell, Gobert, and Bogdanovich. Boyan's got 25 tonight. Double stagger for Donovan. Left to right, they switch the outside of it. Give to O'Neal. Reset Donovan. 
Morris defending, they double Don. He signals to O'Neal to go to the middle of the floor. He fakes the pass as O'Neal and travels. Royce is not a ball handler. That's probably gotta be Ingles. This is where you don't have Mike Conley. It's just a killer. They don't have Kawhi Leonard, so that's falling on deaf ears. I got it, but that is that is where Mike Conley be flashing in the middle to make that play, Ron. Yeah, absolutely. And he's gonna double. But Royce O'Neal can make that play. He just Ball George at the top. 94-90 Clippers. George with a left-hand dribble. Flares to Batum. Top to Morris. Over to Jackson. He's unguarded for three, and he's a 43% three-point shooter, and he buries it. 97-90. Turnover that leads to a three-pointer. Donovan attacking Batum. Left-hand dribble. Lost the basketball. It's loose on the ground, and Jackson picks it up. Transition, big play, Jackson driving to the lane, misses, rebound O'Neal, excuse me, rebound Gobert, great defense O'Neal. 97-90, 7.15 left, Jazz down seven. Clarkson terminates the dribble, swings to O'Neal, he's got room, he fires the three, he misses. The Jazz do not have a three-point shot in made quarter. in the second half. It is their first three of the quarter, but they have not made a three in the second half. They are 0 of 11. They're 17 of 41 in the game. Jackson lines up for Donovan, swings it to Batum. Airspace fires, hits, and the Clippers are up 10 with 6.45 to play in the fourth without Kawhi Leonard. Timeout on the floor. Clippers by 10 on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. Chris Paul. Uh, there's a natural tendency to let your head spin a little bit, but I try not to do that, especially with our team. There's a goal in front of us, and we're focused on that, and, and we're hoping and praying that we'll be whole again uh, before we play game one. The Atlanta Hawks. The great Joel Embiid, folks, just missed two free throws, and the Atlanta Hawks have the ball with 10.2 remaining, and they're about to take a 3-2 to two lead in this series. I'm sure that's all they talked about on TNT all night was Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers and blah, 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 blah. And they defeat the mighty Philadelphia 76ers 109 to 106. Atlanta leads the series three games to two, and they will have a chance now to wrap this up and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Steve Holman, there's no one else quite like him. The Hawks' longtime radio voice, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And a crazy night in the NBA. Atlanta down 26, came back to win and take a three game to two lead as the number one seeds in both the East and the West are on the verge of falling down three games to two and going on the road having to win to stay alive. The Jazz here trail it 100 to 90. And have been outscored in the second half of this game 40 to 25, and we've played almost 18 minutes. The Jazz offense, which was the third best offense in the NBA during the regular season, has scored 25 points since halftime. They are 0-11 from three after going 17 of 30 in the first half. Donovan Mitchell comes to the front court guarded by the 6-8 platoon. O'Neal comes to him to try to set the pick. Joe goes baseline and catches on a beautiful pass inside to Rudy. He gets hammered. Nice pass by Donovan. Sneaking through all of the defense to find Joe Ingles on a baseline cut. 
Rudy will go to the line. Rudy tonight, three of six at the line. The Jazz are 13 of 20. By the way, NBA Now is brought to you by Cypress Credit Union for a limited time. Get a free Utah Jazz signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Gobert makes the free throw. With his mom in the crowd, she's come to town to see all the playoffs. His biggest fan. For years, Rudy bought the tickets right across from the Jazz bench just for the few nights a year when his mom was there and then gave them to Rudy's kids on the other nights. Rudy makes both free throws. His mom cheers on. Eight-point game. 6.26 to play. Paul George comes off a pick. Passes it right to Joe Ingles for a steal. Ingles attacks. Paul George trips. Finds Rudy Trail and he handles the gun. Joe Ingles tripped. And somehow kept his balance and gave it back to Rudy Gobert who dunked it. And Ty Lue wants a timeout. 100 to 94. 6-12 to play in the fourth quarter. Jazz down six with six to go on the Jazz Radio Network. brilliant tonight Ron but in his career the bugaboo has been clutch play in his career in the clutch he shoots 38 percent from the field and 32 percent from three this year it reached an all-time nadir at 31 percent from the floor and 22 percent from three it's been a problem for him in the playoffs as well in his career 37 percent from three and 29 excuse me 37 percent from the field and 29% from three in his career. Paul George has a chance tonight without Kawhi Leonard to change the narrative. Or the Utah Jazz have a chance to add to his narrative. And he's the last guy to get up off the bench there. They're going to overload the weak side of the floor. 194. Which means Jazz down six. Rudy's going to be involved in this play some kind of way. They trailed by 10. Ty Lue's been great out of timeouts. Kennard lost the dribble on the way up, so now Reggie Jackson's running a new play. They bring Gobert to pick and roll. He switches to Jackson on the right side. Paul George pops to the top, lost the basketball. It's loose. It goes into the backcourt. Donovan knocks it out of bounds, and they call it travel over and back first. Turnover on the Clippers, that is their third straight. Clippers have not been good in the clutch. Jazz trailed this game 92-88. 1-0-100-94 now. 5.50 to play. Donovan attacks Batum, drives, right hand floater, good in the foul! He'll buy it, he'll get one free! His first field goal of the second half. 
Donovan hit that and gave what is not a fist pump, but much more of a hammerhead fist pound. And this time they're attacked from the right side of the floor. There was no one there to double. Number 45 on his front. U-T-A-H in white above the 45 with Jerry Sloan and Mark Eaton's numbers on his left shoulder and Donovan's free throw is good. 197, Jazz within three, 544 to play. Donovan eggs on the crowd and they answer. Reggie Jackson left side to Paul George. George working in the pocket, reach around, knocked from behind by Royce O'Neal out of bounds. Paul George in the fourth quarter right now has 30 points on the night. But in the fourth quarter is 0 for 2 with a turnover. Reggie Jackson, left corner, fires a three, hits it. Jazz margin of error is not great. 103-97. Donovan Mitchell. Working the right side, they double. Top to Bogdanovich, skips to O'Neal. Right corner three, missed another. Rebound tapped out, the Jazz still do not have a second half three-point shot. They are 0 for 12. Jackson brings Rudy out with him. They're getting this ISO every time. He crosses. He pulls back. He goes in and out with the right hand, switches to the left, corkscrews, and makes the layup. And Quinn takes a timeout, and the Clippers have surged back up by 8, 105 to 97. Can the Jazz avoid that switch run? No. No. That's... Oh, can they avoid the switch, yes. you're saying? Not the, okay. The only way is that they have to show and then recover. Show and like, the, like what you see uh, the Clippers are doing right now. They, they show and then they retreat and, and, and try to recover, keep, try to keep the same man guarding Donovan or, or, or whoever. But you got to be comfortable with Rudy defending Jackson. I mean, he can bother. He should be able to bother the shot. Clippers have numerous guys on their roster that were the number one option at one point in their career. Reggie Jackson left Oklahoma City because he wanted to be the show. He was in Detroit. Averaged 19 a game. Marcus Morris was the show in New York before being traded to the Clippers, averaged 19.6 a game. Luke Kennard was the leading man in Detroit in the 1920 season until injured at 16 points a game. And Nicholas Batum, with his years in the league, is the perfect complement. And they've covered for the loss of their 30 points a night from Kawhi Leonard tonight. The Jazz try to fight their way back. Down by eight, 4.45 to play. Jazz have not hit a three in the second half. They were 17 of 30 in the first half. And 0 for 10 in the third period. Donovan to the front court. They've double teamed him every time, but this time they don't. He steps back for a three and misses. 105-97, Jazz down eight and on the ropes. 
Paul George to the front court. Yet to score in the fourth quarter. Flares it back to Mann, hands off to Jackson. Donovan has the assignment. He wants the mismatch on Gobert. He gets it again. He's got airspace. He fires the three and misses. Rebound Gobert. Jazz dropped Gobert in the, that time instead of having him switch. Eight point game. Donovan driving. Thought he got a foul call. Instead turns and fires the three and hits. The first three point shot for the Jazz is the 2.08 mark of the second quarter. Nearly 22 minutes of basketball for a team that set the NBA record most threes in the season. Paul George, tight curl, bobbles the dribble. Sometimes you dribble, sometimes the ball dribbles you. He retreats out with it. Drives with the right hand, Gobert is there, he stops. Passes the man in the corner for a three. Missed it, rebound Bogdanovich. 105-100, 3.35 to play. Donovan surveys the scene, drives with the right hand through traffic. Throws it out to Bogdanovich, rotates to Ingles, left corner three, no good. Joe playing shenanigans in the backcourt, hasn't come back defensively. Paul George goes one-on-one, -on -one and Royce O'Neal fouls him. Joe Ingles and Reggie Jackson got tied up in that far corner and made it for a four-on-four. -four. Three seventeen to play. The Jazz are one for 15 from three in the second half. Paul George's free throw is good for all of his clutch struggles. And this might be the most interesting aspect of his clutch struggles, Ron. The last time he missed a regular season clutch free throw was the 1920 season. He did not miss one this year. He has been outstanding tonight. He has not missed a clutch free throw in the playoffs since 1819. He makes them both. 32 points, 15 rebounds, and five assists for Paul George. Donovan has 19 now. Working the dribble, they double, he splits it. He kicks it out to Ingles, rotates to Bogdanovich, hasn't have a three since the first quarter, and he hits. 107, 103, eight three of the night for Bogdanovich. Four point game, game five, tied at two. Paul George drives the left hand. Cut off, kicks it back out to Jackson. Resets Paul George. George splits the double team, loose with the dribble, passes to Mann. He fakes the pass, doesn't want it. Drives the shot, dunks on Gobert! Terrence Mann just dunked on Rudy Gobert! With 2.38 left and in the fourth quarter of game five of the Western Conference semifinals. And Rudy may have turned an ankle. He certainly did. Anytime you see a player tightening up those strings on his on his shoe, one heck of a move there by Mann. If he just tries to lay that up, it's blocked. He didn't want the three, but he wanted the dunk. And he makes the free throw, and that could be the play of the night. 110-103, Clippers by seven. Donovan, chest it right side, Bogdanovich, drives on George, fouled by George.
Terrence Mann came out at halftime before everyone else in a way I've rarely seen a guy do in shot threes. He's clearly not comfortable with that. He didn't want any part of that three. He just took it to the rim on Rudy Gobert. Bogdanovich to the line in a quiet arena. Misses the free throw. Badly, actually. Jazz are 16 of 24 at the line. Terrence Mann is not scared of the big moments. He had 13 in game seven against Dallas. And he has 12 in game five here against Utah. 2.28 to play. Clippers 110, Utah 103. Bogdanovich scores his 29th point of the night with that free throw. Down six, needing stops. The one seed in the West. Paul George, if he goes left, he'll shoot a jumper. If he goes right, he'll go to the rim. He drives right, passes to the corner. The tomb's wide open for a corner three and missed it. But the rebound gets knocked away by O'Neal, picked up by Donovan, down six. Two to play. Donovan wiggles. With a left-hand drive, step through the lane, a lot of contact, finishes for two. Timeout, Ty Lue, Donovan Mitchell, clapping his hands, pounding his fists, driving the lane and scoring over Morris. So about the first time they played fast in, in this wild. quarter, pushing the ball up the floor. 110-106. Jazz defense has held the Clippers to 18 points here in the fourth. Two minutes to play, down by four. Game five, Quinn Snyder, Vince LaGarza, Dell Demps, Lamar Skeeter, and Alex Jensen huddling. Snyder heads to the bench with his whiteboard as Mike Conley stands by wearing cutoff jean shorts, a black legging on his right leg with a hamstring problems, and boots, high tops, but not basketball shoes. Two minutes to play. It's been Reggie Jackson and Paul George virtually every possession down the stretch. Well, they bring in Kernard. Because now, well, he's the 50% corner three shooter. Absolutely, and Mann is the one that they were leaving open, and he doesn't have a lot of confidence in shooting the three, even though he's knocked down one here in the third period. As you mentioned, he came out early, taking those threes from that left side of the floor, working on those threes anyway from the left side of the floor, and that's where he's been having those open looks. 110-106, inbound to Reggie Jackson, out of Boston College, first round pick to Batum. Isolated right elbow, it's George. Gobert hovering in the paint. George pulls up, Royce O'Neal reaches in the cookie jar. Paul George is fouled, he shoots, he scores. And Royce O'Neal stands stupefied, had his hand in his eyes, Reaching in, Paul George came up, Royce O'Neal hit him, and Paul George was strong enough to make the shot. Clippers are making the plays late. Terrence Mann dunk in that basket right there. 112-106. Five fouls on Royce O'Neal. 
Paul George continues to be perfect in line. 35 points, 15 rebounds, and five assists for George. Donovan comes up the far side, works toward the middle, rises into a three air ball. One thirteen, one oh six, one thirty nine to play. The Jazz. Are going to have their backs up against the wall in a way this crew has never had before. A magical season will be on the ropes and on the edge of extinction in Los Angeles if something doesn't change dramatically here. Same play. Paul George trying to isolate on the right side. O'Neal chests up on him, forces him out to the three-point line. He swirls to his right, crosses over. He wants to get to his left. He works to his left. Now he goes back to his right for a step back three. No good. Rebound tapped. Gobert has it. Jazz down seven. 110 to play. Bogdanovich doesn't get the three. Up top to Donovan. He penetrates. Ball jump stops. Back out to Bogey. Three ball. Short. Rebound. O'Neal flying in. Gobert gets the rebound. It's fouled. And Royce O'Neal diving, literally flying into the ball. Lands hard on his right hip. And now takes a moment laying on the floor in agony and exhaustion from the effort he's put out tonight. Grabbing at his right hip, which has bothered him earlier this year, and labors back the other way. And O'Neal will get the free throws, not Gobert. Royce, 10 points, seven rebounds, three assists. He's taken seven threes tonight. The Jazz don't actually win a lot when Royce O'Neal takes seven threes or more. Free throw's good. Usually is a sign the other team is forcing the Jazz into what he want, what they want. Incredible year for Royce this year. 71 starts, he makes both free throws. And O'Neal picks up Paul George the other way. Five point game, 113, 108. O'Neal hassling George as he comes to the front court, down by five of the Jazz. He drives with his left hand, pulls back. If he goes left, it'll be a jumper. If he goes right, he'll want to go to the rim. Paul George crosses over, driving Gobert, left side, into the lane, stops, flares it back out to Kennard. Kennard penetrates him. It's a shot clock violation. Now, Paul George ate up all the time on the clock and gives it to Kennard. And Jazz really just nothing need to get left. a quick three here so they can play defense. Yeah. 35 seconds left. Quinn Snyder's going to diagram something, and you really, with 35 seconds left, you've got to try to take a two-for-one three, hit it, make it a two-point game so you can play defense. One thirteen, one oh eight. Jazz down five. Well, he only have Joe Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Boyan, and Donovan to draw those threes up for. Your next opponent, brought to you by University of Utah, is these LA Clippers on an eight o'clock start again in LA for game six. University of Utah Health. 
named the number one hospital in Utah by US News for seven straight years. Jazz are two of 18 on threes in the first in the second half. After going 17 of 30. I don't actually know, Brad, it's pretty hard. Like, they're shooting 40% from three tonight. The 17 of 30 was not particularly sustainable. Yeah, that was because of that blistering first quarter. Bondranovic had six threes that he made in that. Royce O'Neal a couple. 35 seconds left. Ingles will inbound. We'll see what the Jazz can do here. They'd like a quick three, ideally. Ingles inbounds, still holding, gives it to Donovan, and swiped out of his hands out of bounds by Paul George. That's a pretty risky defensive play and a pretty good one there by George, because if you miss and it's in the shot, that's three free throws. Ingles inbounds a little bit further down the sideline. Ingles finds Royce O'Neal in the corner. He fires the three, it goes deep in the cup and comes out. And Bogdanovich fouls, and the hopes for the Jazz victory popped out with Royce O'Neal's three. Terrence Mann, who has the play of the night, will go to the line. That is the 50th three attempt by the Jazz tonight. And the Jazz have one foul, one timeout rather. Man's free throw is no good. 35 for Paul George, 24 for Marcus Morris Sr. and 20 for Reggie Jackson. And they picked up for Kawhi Leonard. He makes the next. Six point game, 29 seconds to play. Royce gets the inbound, gives it to Donovan. Donovan into a three, air ball again. That'll do it. Jazz will foul Paul George, but it's academic at this point. One of the more disappointing losses for the Utah Jazz in their franchise history, quite honestly, and probably the best win in Clipper franchise history. Well. They've this never been to the conference finals. Never I'm gotten not, out of the second round, have I'm they? I'm not sure they have ever had a better win in franchise history. And for the Jazz, this one will go down with the David Benoit threes and some of the other crushing moments in a storied franchise of success. What happens is you have these moments. And the Jazz will see if they can eliminate this one from the memories by winning the next two. And Paul George, who's had a nasty narrative floating around him for the last five years, has rewritten the final chapter with this performance. He well, makes both free throws. Most of his points have come from the free throw line here in the second half. 37 points for Paul George tonight. Clippers came inspired. And really, Ron, I, I, I think the discouraging thing from a Jazz standpoint is they just beat us. 
Like, you know, they're just get, they've just knocked us out of everything we, they, we do. And I'm sure a jazz-centric fan's reaction to this is, we should be playing harder. We should be doing this. I, I think our guys played hard. I think our effort was there. I think our desire was there. They are doing things to us that we do not have an answer for right now. That, that's true in the half court. But to go along with some of the fans, I personally think they should have been playing a little faster. Yeah. You know, um, I think the half court game that they played plays right into the hands of the defense that the Clippers want to play. And it also notifies Rudy on the offensive end. So if you saw when the Jazz were doing something early in the, in the shot clock, Rudy was able to get some, some put back, some offensive rebounds, that type of thing. Jazz have been in transition 12% of their possessions tonight in the regular season. They were regularly in possession about 15%. The Jazz averaged 1.6 points per possession. Inbound to Bogdanovich for a three, hits it. For Bogdanovich, that'll actually probably be a Jazz franchise record setting three. It was his ninth of the game. But it is empty calories. 116-111. Timeout Clippers Bogdanovich with nine threes would tie a Jazz regular season record for most threes in the game and is certainly a Jazz playoff record. Nine of 17 for Bogey tonight for 32 points. Ron, the stunning one to me, because I quickly glanced at some numbers from cleaning the glass. Without Kawhi, I was concerned coming into the game because I didn't know if the Jazz could score even without Kawhi Leonard. They kind of figured out how to play us in the gates of things. We couldn't get stops again tonight. And, and I thought without Kawhi Leonard, we'd be able to get stops. Their, their half-court offense tonight averaged 1.2 points per game. Yeah. David. The Jazz in the regular season had the best half-court defense in the NBA, and not tonight. They really shot 61% in the first quarter, 55% in the second quarter, 55% in the third quarter. So you're absolutely right. The Jazz could not stop the Clippers enough, and maybe that's one of the reasons they didn't push the ball up the floor as often, because the answer is, and Quinn have said that, if you come up with stops, then you can score early in the clock. Inbound to Morris in the corner. Jazz trapping and fouling. And more aggressively swings his arms free of the crowd. Royce fouls out. Great effort by Royce tonight. Jazz set a franchise record with 23 tonight. Donovan hugs his buddy. One sixteen, one eleven, on what has been a truly magical, incredible season. A home win streak that set a franchise record, and the home crowd hopes they can see this team play one more time, at least on Sunday. With a chance to advance, it will take a win in Southern California in front of a sold-out house. That ball game full on, arena at Staples Center on Friday night. 
Free throw by Morris is no good. It's 116-111 with 14.6 seconds left. Morris at the line, crowd trying to will him to a miss. Gail Miller sitting cross arm, front row, Ryan Smith cross leg down the lane. Free throws good, Donovan to the front court, air balls his third straight three attempt. None of them have been particularly good looks. And the ball goes out of bounds off of the Clippers, but they're gonna review it. 7.8 seconds left with a six point game. I'm, I'm not sure we need this review, but they'll do it anyway. How about Jordan Clarkson? Got one free throw in the second half. One field goal, you mean? I mean, yeah, yeah, one free, well, no, one free throw. Oh, one free throw. I mean, that's all he scored. That's all no he scored. Field, no field goals in the second half. No field goals. Wow. Donovan Mitchell, six of 19. Boyan Bogdanovich carried the mail with 32, an incredible three-point shooting, but other than other than Boyan's three-point shooting, quite frankly, the Jazz offense didn't have a great deal tonight. In the fourth quarter tonight, the Jazz went seven of 20, three of 13 from three. Bogdanovich went two of three from three. And in the third quarter, frankly, the Jazz offense wasn't great either. Rudy Gobert had three tip-ins. Other than that, the Jazz were three of 19 shooting other than Rudy Gobert's three follows. We said it when we came in. They have figured out how to play the Jazz without Mike Conley. We did not know if the Jazz had figured out how to play without Mike Conley, and the answer is... And to add to that, Mike Conley averaged 25 points a ball game against the Clippers during the course of the year. Yep. And Jazz commit another foul to continue the agony. 117-111. You can't hang your heads. There's two more ball games. You're capable of winning them regardless of where you're playing. Obviously, it will be in Los Angeles. And this is not the most unusual thing ever for a team to play inspired after a night like this and then reality sets in the next night. And frankly, as emotionally shot as we are right now. And Paul George having some gestures to the crowd, to the fans. Free throw by Reggie Jackson's good. And as dejected as we are right now, Ron, if the Jazz could go steal a game in L.A. in game six, the Clippers become equally as de dejected as we are. The hope tonight was for the Jazz to kind of break their will. Now can the Clippers think they've done so? Can the Jazz come back and get them? Free throw is good. It's now 119-111. Clarkson fires up a shot and still does not have a field goal in the second half. So we're done tonight. 119-111 is your final score. 
There was no vivid defensive play of the night. And the Clippers with a tremendous win. A dejected Jazz team heads to the locker room and a fan base stunned in their black and yellow take note shirts head home. Ron, the Clippers started on a 10-2 run, maybe 10-5 run, taking a timeout for Quinn. The Jazz got back in it largely behind Boyan's three-point shooting, which, you know, the Jazz, you know, like, you don't want to decredit that. That's what we do. But did the Jazz ever really control this game tonight? No. No, they had a great first quarter, and David, you, you, you hit it on the head. Anytime a team what, gets 10 or 15 three-point field goals, they shot 72% in the first quarter, you would think that you would be up 10, 15 points. But that wasn't, wasn't the case. They only led by one after the first quarter. Joined now by Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott and 